I don't know when I've enjoyed an exhibit more. Mm -hmm. The artist's choice to make that still life a monochrome was a stroke of genius. Conveyed such despair. Yes, it was so refreshing to see a sad peach. And have you ever been to a modern art museum, or even if you go into a store that sells paintings, even inexpensive paintings, maybe you go into Walmart and you see the, the paintings that they have, some just capture your imagination. You know, you wish you could be in that garden scene, or you wish you could travel the world if they have a picture of Venice or something. And some of them look like blobs and smears and stuff that you wouldn't even, uh, if your kid came home and did it, you would say, honey, let me teach you how to um, use color, blend colors a little better here. And, you know, you would help them out. You would give them some skills. So I want to tell you, I went to Brown University. I wanted to major in art. I ended up majoring in biology because what they were teaching was splashing paint on canvas. You pay thousands of dollars to an Ivy League school to do what? splash paint on canvas that it was absurd and it was it was so I, I think it's criminal of a school to do that now I hope they're better today but I don't guarantee that so I think the whole modern modern art me, um, movement is not is a movement a nihilistic movement a movement as an attack against your mind it doesn't show you what life could be like the pictures of Venice or beautiful gardens it shows you a sad peach <laughs> so I, in monochrome. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. And if you want to know more about art, I recommend a, a very skinny book, The Romantic Manifesto by Ayn Rand. And boy, I'll tell you, that just made me recognize what went on with my education in art at Brown University. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner again. My show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and that means I take your calls and questions on anything that's troubling you, whether it's your kids, your gr grandparents, your uh, maybe your own parents, maybe your caretakers for them, or a partner, or yourself, you procrastinate, pick up the phone and give me a call, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right now, we're turning to the phones and welcoming Mary. Mary, welcome to the show. Hello. Mary, you're having troubles, trouble with your boyfriend. Kind of, just some uncomfortable thoughts. Okay, tell me what they are. Okay, we are both divorced, and we're in our 40s. Okay, and, kids? No kids? Uh, okay, no, he, we, he, wait a minute, I have my own children, okay. He yeah. has no children of his own, okay, mm -hmm. but he has um, ex-stepchildren. Okay, okay. I understand. now here's my yeah. question. He is still friendly with his ex, mm -hmm. and he even does tours for her at times. What does that mean, tours? Tours, like she'll call and say, hey, the hot tub's not working. Can you come over to the house and fix oh, it? Oh, chores. I thought you meant he took her on tours around the world or no, something. No, no, I thought, no, okay. No. That's he, you know, like she'll, something will go wrong. So he helps her out the way they would if they were still married. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll fix a squeaky door. or Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. He'll do that. Okay. Now, there are no children between them. She has children from a previous marriage. Yeah. Okay. Recently, she came over and asked him to help her move her daughter. Okay. And it's like over a 10-hour drive one way to mm -hmm. move the daughter. And he just agreed to do it because he's just a really nice, helpful guy. But I'm very uncomfortable with this. Yeah, what thoughts? our relationship develops. I'm uncomfortable you've, with him. You've been with him for how long? Pardon me? Uh, five months, six months. Okay. And, and we've talked marriage, so, you know, I, I think it's a serious relationship. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm uncomfortable with him, you know, doing these special favors for the ex, especially this big favor, because I think it's a big favor. 
a, you know, a long trip. Um, but how should I deal with him and his helpfulness to his ex? The first thing I would do is get more information about him. I mean, if you're, you've only been together five or six months, and people can still put on a, a pretty good face in that mm-hmm. time. Have you been living with him? No. No, actually, we live in separate towns then you've got a lot more to learn about him, don't you? Yes. Because when you live under the same roof with with someone, as you already know, if you're divorced, uh, you can find out different things about them. Yes. You know, someone can be delightful to have as a co-worker, but, oh, my God, if you're married to the person, they drive you buggy. So if you're asking what's going on with this, your your biggest concern is what? Um, he gets well, in the car. That, you yeah. know, he is still linked to her and doing helpful things for her, and I'm wondering, you know, is that something I should be concerned about? Will that, you know, cause a... It makes me uncomfortable to know that. I'm thinking that when you're divorced, you're done. You know, you move on. Uh, I don't have, you know, my ex doesn't do tours for me. Right, he doesn't come on over. It's much cleaner that way, and it it doesn't raise as many questions as it does when he is doing things for her. Here's the situation. If he connected with her daughter, she's got, uh, how old, she has a few kids? She has, uh, yes, she has a few children, and the daughter's in her early 20s, and, you know, he was a, a stepdad to her for just a very few years. They weren't married very long. If he feels connected to her and he has a relationship independent of her, it may be that he, it, maybe he's not ready to let go. Maybe okay. he feels like he, that was a special bond and he doesn't want to abandon her. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe he was abandoned in his childhood and he never wants to do that to a kid. Uh, no, may, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Okay. No. What, was, what do you know about that? No, he was not abandoned as a kid. Okay. Oh, but it, he, but he may not but, you want know, to do that. He and the stepdaughter really don't have a relationship. They don't, you know, they don't visit. They don't talk. They don't send Christmas cards. Or okay. Visit. The picture's getting a little uh, more firm right now. If you said that they had a close relationship, I would say the kindest thing you could do is let them have that relationship, right. and he will love you even more. That you can cope with his having a relationship with the daughter. Yeah. If he's wanting a relationship with the ex, that raises a lot of questions for me. What's going on there? Is this an insurance policy? Is he trying to be friends with her? I've I've had people that swear to me, oh, you can see my ex in therapy. We are all good friends. We all get along. You can see both exes. You can see yeah. us. You can see, you know, it's one big happy family. And I've been in therapy too long. I mean, I've been a therapist too long to know that that doesn't happen, that mm-hmm. very fairly soon down the road. Someone, I can't believe he's doing that. I can't believe she's doing that. And it, it doesn't end up working out. Now, I'm not saying that there are rare cases that that can't happen, but that is not the norm. For me, it would raise a lot of questions. What type of a relationship do you want with me if you're spending time with her? Right. If I'm you, is it that you want, do you see romance the way I see it as an exclusive, that I'm the person you come to, that I'm the person that you help, and it's, you know, we're not Mormons, you don't have several wives on the side. Yeah. And you can, even if you had a female friend that you were that close to, I would be disturbed, because I see romance as being a wonderfully unique relationship. You can have couples, friends. 
And I'm not saying you can't have a friend and he can't have some buddies, but if he has female buddies, there's a book with a title that's called Not Just Friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it, unless the lady's 80 years old or 90 years old and, right. you know, doesn't have much sex drive left, then um, I would say that you it does raise questions and you end up having a different type of marriage if you end up marrying him right. um what what questions what do you think is the most poignant question that keeps you awake at night uh, about this situation about this situation um well you know what i think she's taking advantage of him honestly i think that you know she's she's just using him to get get things done. So she doesn't have another boyfriend in the picture? No. Ah, okay. So when she's going to dump him. So he may need to learn to set boundaries. So you need to to kindly, lovingly give him the information. Honey, I love you dearly. Let me tell you what goes through my mind. Can you see a solution where this might work out better? Can we come up with a better solution? And work with him to come up with a solution where he tapers it away from it, where he starts to move away from her or lets her know that it's, it's messing up his current relationship. So but what if he, he doesn't want to? If he says, oh, no, it, it shouldn't be a problem. Um, if he says it shouldn't be a problem, then you need to go to the drawing board. Can you hold on, and I'll talk with you right after the break. Sure. Okay. This is Dr. Alan Kenner. You're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. 